0: The new enemy was made up. The new enemy is nicotine. The enemy used to be uh, smoking. That's why they invented this nicotine replacement therapy. Well knowing that nicotine doesn't do much harm. Hello,
1: vapers. Welcome to the new episode of the Vaping Unplugged podcast. Um, In today's special episode, we prepared an interview with Dr. Bert Meyer who is a professor of pharmacology and who will help us debunk some of the most common myths and misconceptions about vaping all around the world. Uh, this interview that you're about to hear was originally recorded for the World Vape Day, a celebration that brings together vapers from all around the world. Uh, But in case you missed it, we got you covered. Uh, Don't worry and um, sit back and enjoy the interview. And in case you're interested to hear more about vaping, um, don't forget to subscribe to our channel. Let's begin. Hello, world, welcome to the Vaping Unplugged podcast, everything you need to know about vaping and tobacco harm reduction let me start probably with with a strange question but a very interesting question for our audience what is your favorite myth about vaping or the myth you must have debunked the most in your career
0: so far I think it's related to nicotine addiction because it's claimed or smokers are told that the switch to vaping means just replacing one addiction by another Okay, so and this is, I mean, it's a, it's a bit true. It's I, I wouldn't call it a myth, but it's a, a misleading of the people, because the, the smokers typically don't die from their addiction, but they die from the inhalation of toxic compounds, and so the argument that you keep your addiction, that you just replace it, is absolutely stupid, because you are much better off when you wake. As compared to smoking, and the other, maybe I'm allowed to have a second, a second favor, and, and the second one is is um, the missing long-term studies. It's always claimed there's it took 50 or 60 years to recognize the dangers of smoking and the health health problems that are caused by smoking, and so we have to wait 40, 50, 60 years. Until we know whether vaping is similarly um, harmful as smoking, And this is of of course stupid. Vaping is around for ten years, and common sense, even common sense, tells you that it cannot be the same the same harm as smoking um, burned tobacco smoke
1: i love that you mentioned the nicotine um, myth right away because i'm wearing our new campaign t-shirt i have got 99 problems but nicotine ain't one um so that's actually that's actually perfect um so let's start with the with the nicotine one because i think the the first main misconception about nicotine is that people equate it with smoking because for, I don't know, 50 years, there was no way to separate nicotine consumption from, from smoking. So people automatically think nicotine is the problem in the cigarette and think nicotine is causing the cancer. Is that true? Or is
0: that a myth? No, of course not. Nicotine is definitely not the cancerogenic compound. I mean, public health and the opponents of vaping try hard to show some evidence that nicotine can cause cancer. And they feed mice, you know, with tons of nicotine, and then they really get tumors. But this is out of any reality. There's no evidence at all that nicotine can cause cancer. What it can, what it does and what is biologically plausible is that, that it promotes the growth of tumors. So if you have already a tumor, nicotine consumption could possibly, I say possibly, Uh, enhance the speed of growth. That has been shown in animals and that's plausible because nicotine uh, increases the the formation of new blood vessels. And with these blood vessels, tumors get more oxygen and more nutrients. And so it's possible that that you increase increase the speed of growth, but it will certainly not cause a cancer. So the problem is if you have it already. And then it's the question, if you're suffering from lung cancer in a terminal state, I think it's not not the real problem that nicotine could speed speed up I think you shouldn't do yeah I think I was a bit uh imprecise um, because
1: we also have for a long time another product which is very popular in Sweden snooze so they use it for decades or probably hundreds of years um an alternative form of nicotine and we see lower lower
0: cancer rates in much lower cancer rates they correlate correlated the low smoking rates and the opponents again, so I'm playing the the devil's advocate actually, the opponents say this is unrelated to snows, but this is just a good policy in in Scandinavia, in Sweden and Norway, the same applies to Norway actually. And it's just a policy, it's unrelated, unrelated to to the widespread use of snows, which is of course uh, very hard to believe but they have always arguments against the, the Sweden argument because Sweden is very convincing. Uh, I think the cancer rates are by about 50% of those from you know, in Germany. Yeah. yeah, and I think the interesting
1: case is very few people know about that. So I think they also try to keep the Swedish example quiet because we would have already one country in the EU, which is achieving also the smoke-free goal. But nobody knows about it not even those people who fight exactly for that goal and now we have a country which achieves those goals but apparently with the wrong measures or the wrong way of doing so
0: but it's similar it's similar with the uk i mean i'm always told the uk doesn't count this is an island and the uk policy and uk experience with e-cigarettes doesn't count because they are far away now they are even out of the eu so they don't count. Isn't that crazy? They don't have different lungs. I mean, I suppose that the British people have very similar lungs to our lungs, but still, still, the experience and, and the, all the studies and so on. That doesn't count.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a different parliament. So obviously, then the different they have different lungs as well. Apparently. <laughs> and um sticking for one more more question with nicotine um you already mentioned it the the difference between addiction and dependence maybe you can explain a little bit that and what role does nicotine actually play in um in smoking dependence
0: the terms addiction and dependence this would be in german sucht and apping these terms are not very well-defined or not defined at all. I watched a discussion on, between experts, real addiction experts, but I'm not. I'm not an expert in addiction. Yeah. But I watched a d- debate of these experts, internationally renowned experts on addiction, and they didn't agree. And they didn't even agree on what, what's worse in the public uh, perspective. Is it worse to call it an addiction or is it called worse to call it an independence? that's very difficult to distinguish. And actually, the official terms now are substance abuse disorder. So both dependence and addiction are not distinguished anymore, but they're taken together as substance use disorder. So, but I think we know what we mean when we talk about addiction or dependence. That means that when you discover at two o'clock in the morning that you don't have cigarettes in the house, that you dress up, jump in your car, go to the next vending machine and buy a bag- package of cigarettes. That's I did so when I was smoking and I think this is a kind of dependence. I didn't even smoke a cigarette then, but it was just a feeling to have it in-house and then I could sleep again. Yeah? So it's clear that's dependence. And the question is now, is, is it the same dependence when smokers switch to vaping? Most people tell me that the pressure that they, that they feel to vape. Is much lower when after after having switched. So they tell me when they for, forgot the cigarettes when they go to work in the morning, they would go back or buy cigarettes. And when they forget forget about their e cigarette, they don't care. Then they don't wait for a day and and wait until evening. So it's very clear that the dependence is lower. And there are also studies. There are some studies claim, proposing that the that the addictive potential is similar to the to the potential of nicotine gums. There are some people who become addicted and stay addicted to nicotine gums. They are chewing forever.
1: (laughs) I mean, that's that's the next uh, interesting point when it comes to nicotine, because it seems to be only a problem in vaping products or in pouches, but not in nicotine gums or
0: patches or something like that. Of course, of course, it's a neurotoxin only in e-cigarettes, not in the gums and in the patches. It's highly addictive, like heroin, only in gums, but not in the batches. It's interesting, here in Austria, the, the regulations in different countries are different. In Austria, uh, these gums and batches are approved for children above 12 years of age, if they are smoking. Yeah. So, I, I cannot imagine that we sell or approve a highly addictive, comparable to heroin, a highly addictive neurotoxin potentially deadly that we approved it for children above 12 freely available in in pharmacies and also coming in flavors yeah they are also flavored but the flavors that they they don't attract attract children in gums and patches but just in e-cigarettes this is the flavor flavors flavor nonsense that's that comes now
1: yeah i mean we heard that in the video as well and i think that's also a widely spread myth about vaping um or also misunderstanding that most policy makers don't understand the important role of flavors when it comes to smoking cessation with vaping um or also with pouches where you also have different flavors um they have this impression but but also the general public i think that no adult needs these flavors it should be only tobacco taste and that's it because no grown man
0: will want strawberry yeah Um, it's but i understand that when i switched it's more than 10 years ago yeah when i switched from smoking to vaping the first liquid that i used was myboro red i couldn't imagine to vape mango or strawberry or or fruits yeah i'm a real man i'm a cool man and of course i vape Tobacco, but after a couple of weeks, I realized that other other stuff is just tasting better. It's better than the the tobacco flavor. And the other thing is that in the United States, it used to e-cigarettes with tobacco flavor were called unflavored. So they distinguished unflavored e-cigarettes. This is with tobacco flavor from the flavor that contain fruit or candy. And this is a, a misconception because the Tobacco flavors are the more, most complex flavors that are available. I've seen analysis of, of the ingredients of these flavors. Tobacco flavors contain about 60 to 70 different single compounds, while a strawberry liquid contains maybe 5 to 10 or so. Huh? So it's just a misconception to call them unflavored, or, or to, to, but the argument is not the harm that they're causing. Huh? Now in the debate, nobody, nobody really claims that strawberry flavor is is harmful to health. The claim is that it's attractive to children. And this is the other misconception. And I think they just use this argument as a kind of last resort to argue against vaping and against e-cigarettes to make them less attractive because they don't really believe it. I, I don't think that the people really believe, the public health really believes that that grown ups don't want flavors. That's the same with alcohol, with these alcohol pops. I don't know what you are drinking, I'm, but I'm not confined to vodka. I also okay. drink Campari or red wine or whatever. This is all flavors. We all like flavors. The same is true for ice cream. I love chocolate and strawberry ice cream. And I'm, and, I'm certainly and not. Uh, being, hmm? And nevertheless, you are a real man. I'm, I'm not a teenager anymore, I, mean, I have my, my driver license here, if you don't believe, I'm not a teenager. And that counts, it's true for everybody. And there are enough st- uh, studies out, you know, which survives, where they ask vapors, what do you consume? And it's a minor fraction that uses tobacco flavors. I still use a little bit of them, I mix them with strawberry and, 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 and mint. And I, 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 lo- I love this taste, but it's not another major flavor for most grown-ups
1: yeah and i think uh, the 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 misconception goes further because they don't understand that we also switch flavors that that you can get some kind of flavor fatigue so it doesn't make a difference if they only allow tobacco only allow strawberry it will it will be the same result that people get um, annoyed by it and want something else and then the question is where do they get this something else from the black market or from the regulated controlled vape shop
0: man what 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 will happen probably is that people start to add their own flavors i mean flavors are available everywhere and then they take these these food flavors not knowing which are suited and which are not suited for vaping because you don't you cannot vape all you cannot vape oils. you can be yeah so you have to know what you can use and what you cannot use in vape shops it's no problem because they just sell the 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 proper proper flavors but but in the do it yourself sooner or later some idiots will mix the wrong wrong flavors and we had this with the Evali in the United States and then they blame it on the e-cigarettes it's really dangerous in my opinion yeah and I I think
1: you already mentioned it as well in the second answer you gave about the flavors that a lot of people who are against vaping they. They know they can't ban it right away anymore i think they especially politicians they know okay this is too much of a backlash so they opt for the second best option which is banning flavors while knowing that would kind of that would be a de facto ban kind of for most people Um, since
0: i'm in this in this field and, and active in this field what i see is the goal the overall goal is to make vaping as a little attractive, as, as unattractive as possible. That started 10 or 12 years ago, when Böschke Langer suggested that uh, freely available e-cigarettes should be gray or black. All colored e-cigarettes should only be sold in pharmacies because the colored uh, e-cigarettes, they attract children. And we grown-ups we just use black and gray e cigarettes this i'm not joking it's still published in the in the publication of the DKF set yeah. and it
1: on a on a more general basis to end this why do you think or where do you think comes this from is it not understanding the potential for public health or is it just blatant hatred against nicotine consumption does quitting smoking need to hurt for those people and it can't be a pleasure like vaping does where is where is this coming from because it's actually not that complicated to understand that it's less harmful so it's better for public health than when more people switch to to less harmful alternatives
0: it's not but rocket science you know said is the central message that should be sufficient it's 100 probably 100 let's say 50 fold less harmful than smoking so the message should be for every smoker try to switch leave Smoking, go to vaping. That's very clear because it's less harmful. Then we can debate about everything else. We can debate about children and about the uh, youth protection and stuff like that. But the first message should be it's less harmful. That's what you said. But why is this not the case? This is a very complex question, actually. And in my book, I wrote a whole chapter about this controversy, where it comes from. Yeah, It's not a scientific controversy. All scientists in this world who are... Uh, Worthy of the name. Yeah? The real scientists agree on this matter. There's no debate. Yeah? So the debate is in policy, is in public health and, and not, on, not in, the si- in, the, in the science. The science is very clear. There's an international consensus that vaping is 50 to 100-fold less harmful than smoking. That's very clear. Yeah? So where does it come from? I think this is a combination of money and ideology. Yeah. So the money, of course, there's hardcore money, uh, financial interest in, 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 the, in the cigarette market for many stakeholders. I, I don't want to blame anybody, but I think we all know who's interested in in the smokers. It starts from from the, from the state, of course, because of the taxes, what they try in Germany now. They have increased the taxes to amazing eyes. Yeah? I mean, instead of, of reducing it, this is one thing. And then the, the other thing is, of course, the ideology. And the ideology, there are people in public health who spent their life yeah, on trying to reduce smoking rates yeah, with terrible me- measures like, like these shock pictures on, and then bans of smoking. Even, even in, 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 in parks, you are not allowed to smoke anymore. The public, meanwhile, thinks they get cancer when they see a smoker 100, 100 meters away. Yeah? So they tried everything. Yeah? They raised the costs and and, and and did everything, but with very little success. So the smoking rates were keeping on a high level for a long, long time, for decades, actually. And now suddenly, without their input, without without any any help from public health, in a, in a bottom-up uh, process, people start to do it by themselves. They just go to the shop, buy e-cigarette and stop. So I really, I mean, I can tell it from my own experience. What I tried and that, I, I had medical help, I had courses and, and everything. Nothing could stop me from smoking. But the first e-cigarette, then it took me three more weeks and I was a non-smoker. And so this is, of course, for people who spent their life on in this topic, I mean it's a disaster that their life is ruined. I mean they have to take it must come from their from their activity. They have to achieve that and not the people themselves.
1: Yeah, and I think they see kind of the success and the, the falling smoking rates. So now they need new targets, this kind of mission creep. Otherwise they can't exist anymore if if people quit smoking without
0: them. So now the they need to fight fine. nicotine. <laughs> If you're very I mean if you are used to being wars and then you have no enemy, you have to find some. And so they really I, I said this often, they replaced the real enemy. Smoking is an enemy. I mean it was justified to fight against smoking because it kills people. But then then there would be a possibility yeah, to get rid of this smoking. Yeah? With, with e-cigarettes, I remember this when this, this was in 2006 or 2007 when I saw the first e-cigarette I had it in my hands, and I said, "Okay, now it takes another 15 years, and then nobody will smoke anymore in this world." And I'm still convinced: if public health would have been behind this product and would have, uh, you know, really informed the public, then my prognosis would have been probably right. But I never ex- uh, expected such a, shall I say, such a uh, um, fight against this product. When I, r- I wrote to non-smoking organizations, to different organizations, told them about this e-cigarette. And instead, I expected it I said, fantastic. We need that and so on. I got shit shitstorms, you know, I got mails from all over different places, whether I'm crazy and no, and they are, they are still inhaling. And so the new enemy was made up, and the new enemy is nicotine. The enemy used to be uh, smoking, that's why they invented this nicotine replacement therapy, well knowing that nicotine doesn't do much harm, yeah? otherwise they wouldn't recommend nicotine. And now they realized, oops, yeah, this smoking is not the real enemy because is in danger. We are in danger that it's gone. So we have a new. We need a new enemy. We need a new fight. And the new enemy is nicotine. And interestingly, they still. I've seen this often. They write in one paragraph, yeah, keep away from e-cigarettes because of the deadly nicotine. And in the next paragraph, they suggest nicotine-containing medicinal products for smoking cessation. This is on the same page, you know or in two, two, uh, after, in two sentences that they speak in interviews. And nobody realizes that, I, I, I don't understand. Well, I think I can assure you that we
1: as vaping consumers, we keep fighting against those kind of myths yeah. and this crazy and illogic um, opposition against vaping and harm reduction in general. And we are super thankful that you joined us for debunking some of the most common myths um and I hope we can spread the truth further and help more people to switch to less harmful alternatives and fight back against this misinformation we've stopped so many people to switching to less harmful alternatives so thank you
0: yeah okay okay yeah I thank you (laughs)
1: thank thank you for joining us um again like last year we highly appreciate it and have a nice day yeah thank you bye bye